Hello and welcome everybody back to the Peak A-League podcast. I'm your host Gerald and it's another Friday episode. I sort of, I'm in a bad cycle of recording these on Fridays. Like once you do one, it's kind of hard to stop and um, I, I was planning to do it on Tuesday again and then stuff gets in the way. Wednesday, Thursday, I'm pretty busy with uni and so we're here now, Friday, ready to record this one. It's been a very big week, less for the A-League and more just for Australian football. We've had some disappointing moments, we've had some big announcements and we're going to get through it all um starting off though this morning it's been announced that rangers have dropped out of the sydney super cup and i mean i can't say i'm surprised by this i thought there was times where i was questioning whether it was going to go ahead and i thought if anyone is going to drop out obviously it's not going to be celtic because no one is really going to care about rangers coming down on their own but um this is disappointing news in some respects i think you know i wasn't planning to go to this old firm or you know whatever you want to call it but um it's a little bit sad, I think, that the fans have done this to their club. They were going to get some really good, you know, monetary boost out of it, and uh, the club's sort of bullied their, their board into having to drop out. Um, you'd expect another team to fill their place. Um, you know, someone from the Premier League would be good or something like that. I mean, you can't just have Celtic coming down and playing three A-League clubs or something, so I'm sure we'll see someone jump in. There's plenty of time to organise it. But, um, yeah. A little bit, a little bit backwards from from Rangers to drop out, but their hand was sort of forced by their their local fans, and uh, it is what it is. But um, moving on, some disappointing news, which we obviously already knew last week: Australia not qualifying automatically for the World Cup. Um, sort of further was stung a bit more on or during the week when Saudi Arabia beat us one nil, and Vietnam drew with Japan away from home, and we couldn't beat them at home, we couldn't even take a point at home, so, um, yeah, tough week to be an Australian fan, and then even tougher, uh, personally, I think, when it was announced, Graham Arnold will be backed at least until the end of the World Cup campaign, I don't know if that, that means he's gone afterwards, if that's what they're saying, or they're going to look at it, I don't know, but um, as far as I'm concerned, while Graham Arnold is in charge, we are not qualifying for this World Cup, Um he has really badly damaged his footballing nation, and he's he's just lost it. He has absolutely lost it, saying that the reason we didn't win is because Australians don't respect Saudi Arabia as a footballing nation. It's no, it's because you don't have a set game plan, and you choose all your old Sydney FC players in the team when they're not good enough. <laughs> that is it right there, and obviously it's been carnage on Twitter. Robbie Slater is backing Graham Arnold to the hills for whatever. Not like I have no idea why, um, and he's just been made to look like an absolute idiot, especially after the way he was involved with the sort of trial by media with Ange Postecoglou back in 2018, and um, he should be ashamed of himself. Honestly, he's been in this industry so long; he's supposed to be a professional, and he is just letting his bias shine through so much right now. It's uh, it's ridiculous. But the other big news this week is that Manchester United and Crystal Palace will be down in Australia, down in Melbourne in July. So um, in, I think it's Thailand, Manchester United are going to be playing Liverpool a few days prior to this tour. And then they'll be coming down with Crystal Palace. They'll play on the Friday against Victory, on the Tuesday against Crystal Palace. Um, we heard it was going to be Aston Villa the other day. And we also heard it was going to be, there was going to be a game in Perth. I don't think that's the case anymore because surely they would have announced it all at once. Um, it is interesting that they can play Liverpool, Manchester United game in a different country, but Celtic and Rangers can't get over their little rivalry and, and just suck it up and play one. But it is what it is. It would be nice to have Liverpool and United here, but we'll take what we can get. I'm pretty excited as a United fan. Like, it's not going to be 
you know, the best team. And, and obviously, it's very different when they're playing the victory. But I think the game against Palace will be good. Um, you know, they're not far away from the start of the season then. So they'll be pretty, like, they'll be ramping up their preparations. I think we'll see most of the squad. There's some weird reports about Ronaldo's grandparents apparently living in Perth. So if that's the case, we probably will see him come down and play, even if it's only off the bench or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it should be good. Ticket prices are a little bit crazy, but... Um, yeah, it's going to be at the MCG. I expect big crowds. Like I don't think it's going to be the 95,000 that Liverpool got all those years ago, but I think we'll see sort of 80 in both or something. I mean, the Tuesday's going to be hard, but Crystal Palace um, will draw some people in as well. But um, moving on from that, we'll talk about last week's A-League results. We started on Friday night down in Newcastle. It was 2-0 for, uh, for the Jets over Sydney FC. A massive win this to sort of boost them up into this finals contention. They're still... A little way away, but um, three points out of the six now. Archie Goodwin, with his first appearance for the season, uh, last time he played, he scored against Melbourne City. Uh, I don't know if it's been injury keeping him out or form, or I mean, I don't know. He scored a brace. He looked absolutely brilliant out there. I think he's still just 17. Um, he's a very exciting player. But this was a great win for the Jets um, in what's been a pretty decent week for them. But for Sydney FC, uh, this has been a very poor week. We move on to Saturday, though, the four matches. Brisbane taking on Western United. There was a, an early goal for Brisbane after some horrible keeping from Jamie Young, horrible kicking from Jamie Young. Um, but then Brisbane's keeper received a red card. Western got back into the game, and they won it from there, 3-2. Uh, Wellington beat the glory, 2-1. Um, this is a pretty expected result, but it was a goal in the 97th minute from Pennington to give him the win. Um, and so things just can't, you know, just keep on going bad. For the glory, they just can't seem to get a break at the moment. Um, they're really struggling to score. And, and yeah, when they do here, they consider a very late one. It was a nice goal, though. And Ben Wayne's goal in this game was fantastic. I think I've watched it about 40 times. It's just so satisfying, um, that volley. But Central Coast and Adelaide, it was 3-0 to the Mariners. Um, it was nil all up until 15 minutes to go. Urania got on the score sheet. Cummings got on the score sheet and then had to put one in as well. They just fell apart late here. Adelaide... Um, not really sure what happened, but, uh, you know, they've got a young, inexperienced defense with Barr and Timotheu in, in, in defense. Um, a red card of, of Gauchi didn't help. So there was a, a lot of red cards this weekend, but, um, yeah, a couple of keepers getting sent off and they, um, yeah, they fell apart very late. A disappointing result for Adelaide who, you know, right up, we said they, they win a couple more. They're probably back in the top two race almost, but it seems like unlikely now, six games to go. For them, and nine points off Western United. But MacArthur and Melbourne City, uh, this was a great opportunity for MacArthur um, with a couple City players out. McLaren was back, and he made the difference, scoring the winner. Um, and MacArthur, they needed a win here. Um, they've only got one win in their last five matches. Now they're starting to really look like they're struggling, but uh, a little bit unlucky there, maybe. On Sunday, there was more drama, another red card, Melbourne victory in Western Sydney Wanderers. One all from Amy Park, uh, a late red card for Melbourne victory, um, and then a late goal from Jason Davidson, but in the final moments of the match, uh, it was a penalty, and I think it was Stevie Garkovich taking it and scoring, so victory thought they'd won it, and uh, yeah, it fell apart, but um, the Wanderers still chipping away, they still feel they're probably not quite in contention, but we move on to the midweek games, as I said, week went from almost bad to worse for Sydney, uh, two all against MacArthur. I mean, the good thing about this game is they did fight back from 2-0 down, but they really did need a win. Um, Bahaja scoring one, 
Ulysses de Villa got one. Shuzna scored a goal and an own goal, so they sort of cancel each other out. Um, but Brisbane lost 3-0 to Wellington, which puts Wellington in the six. Actually puts them to fourth because it's so tight there. And it knocks Sydney FC out. They played 20 matches. They're on 25 points. Now, Victoria played 17. They're on 25 as well. MacArthur played 19. They're on 26. Uh, the Phoenix have played 20, or 17. They're on 27 points. And Adelaide have played 20 games. They're on 28. So Sydney is behind all of these teams now. Um, where, you know, re- disregarding games in hand and whatnot. They play the second most amount of games with Adelaide. Only City have played more. This is going to be very rough. Uh, the road home for them. The matches they've got left um, would give them some confidence. They play the Wanderers this weekend. They desperately need a win. They do play City, but then they've got the Mariners. They've got Adelaide at home. They've got Victory and Brisbane. So they should be looking for sort of, I'd, I'd say, 12 to 13 points in these last um, six games. And that probably puts them back in the final. So loss, hope isn't all lost for them, but... Yeah, they, they've got to find a win here, Sydney. But yeah, for Wellington, this was another great win. So they were sort of falling off the pace, a couple of losses in the last few weeks, but they've got six points this week um, and they're right back up in potentially getting a home final. And we know they're going to be returning to New Zealand, so they could be having a final at Wellington. What a story that would be after how much they've been thrown around this season. Uh, the final game midweek was Perth and Newcastle, nil all. A late red card for Daniel Pena and uh, not much else to report out of this game. Perth are just really, really struggling. Um, yeah, we thought going back to Perth was going to be the saviour. They're still yet to win since getting their first home game back. We move on to Saturday. It's a very early one, 2.05, Western United and the Mariners from Mars Stadium. Um, so Western United have really got two games left in Victoria for the season this week, and they play at Morshead Park next week. But 2.05 is very early. I won't be making this one. Um, got other stuff on. But... Um, Western United have liked Ballarat recently. They beat the Jets there just a few weeks ago. But we can't forget, Central Coast are in pretty good form at the moment as well. They've won their last two games. Um, they haven't lost in, I think, f- five matches. They've had a couple of draws as well. And, and um, they're coming in red hot. Western United, um, a draw and a win last week. A big loss before that. I just think because it's in Ballarat, I'll tip Western. It's uh, Nickel Topolai Stanley's Matt Luck. Um, Record-breaking games. You know, have played the most A-League games of any player. Surpassing Andrew Durante this weekend. I think they'll get up for him. I expect him to start as well. Um, he's been starting over Tomoki Umai a lot lately, but Risden might still be out, actually, which means, yeah, Tomoki Umai will be playing right back either way. Um, I'm going to say 2-1 to Western United here, but it's going to be a close game. Wellington and City. This one's being played out of Shark Park, um, which... I'm assuming he's in Cronulla. I don't know. But it's been played in front of no fans, which doesn't make a lot of sense. It sort of pumped it up. Like, oh, Wellington's playing in this new new spot and you can't even go. So a little bit strange considering I think City probably have a few fans that would be traveling and, and maybe a few that live in Sydney anyway. Um, but Wellington are in good form. Uh, City should have all their players back. I'm going to go one all draw here. I, th- I just Wellington are just too good at the moment to not, not tip for something. But... That is it. Sydney Derby up next. It's at Jubilee. Both of them so far have been at Combex. I'm hoping because this is a smaller ground. It looks packed. It looks good. Um, it's a really late notice. It's been scheduled. A lot of people didn't even know it's on. And to be honest, I haven't seen one piece of promotional uh, advertisement all week for it. But Sydney Derby, nonetheless, people will get along to it. This is a must-win game for Sydney FC to keep their finals hopes well and truly alive. Um for the Wanderers, they're only five points out, though. If they win this, they're still somewhat in the race. But I think Sydney will get the job done here. I'm going to go 1-0. Derby's always low scoring. 
Then we've got the original rivalry, Adelaide United and Melbourne Victory. Um, this should be good. You'd think uh, Victory supporters are going to get along. They've already done two Adelaide away trips this season, though. One in the league, one in the cup. But I'm sure they'll still be some um, pretty decent numbers. They always do to this game. And I think they'll get the win as a result. 2-1 for uh, Melbourne Victory. They've been in a very bad place as of late. Um, their last four A-League matches have all been a one-all draw. So they just need to break the drought. I think they'll do it this weekend and get a big three points to keep their top four hopes well and truly alive. On Sunday then, Brisbane taking on the Jets. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 to the Jets here. Without Pena, they're going to be a little bit less of a uh, dangerous side. Archie Goodwin back in helps them heaps. They've got a lot of attacking power still. Uh, and Brisbane off the pace. Again, without their main keeper as well. So I'll, I'll tip the Jets in this one to really sink Brisbane's season, which is pretty much already, all, you know, it's almost mathematically out of the question. MacArthur and Perth. MacArthur need a win to bounce back. And this is the perfect opportunity. 2-0 to MacArthur here. The the Jets, you just can't back them at the moment. Also, the, the Glories can't back them at the moment. On Tuesday, we've got Central Coast taking on the Phoenix. And uh, I think... This is a really interesting game because both teams are in red-hot form. It's in Gosford, uh, but it is a Tuesday, so the crowd will be small. I'm going to go a two-all draw again. I like both teams too much to tip against either of them. Um, but yeah, the, the, if the Jets, if the Mariners can find a win here or against Western, their final hope is going to be well and truly back on. So I think that they're a chance, but I'm just going to go the draw. I think if I tip Wellington to draw against City, they can definitely get a point out of Central Coast. On Wednesday, we've got a couple of really big games. Melbourne City and Sydney. This will be a great game. We're supposed to... You know, they played, what, a few weeks ago, and Sydney got that really late winner. They're at home this time, and I think they'll win 2-0. Um, not rating Sydney at the moment. and uh, that This could really uh, hurt or help Sydney's season. They play two games in four days, and, or five days, and um, yeah, it's crucial. If they pick up four points, they're still well and truly in this. If they pick up three, it's okay, but... Yeah, they really need two results here. Perth and Melbourne Victory to round out the midweek action. Um, and like I said, Victory are in bad form at the moment, continually drawing. Perth can't seem to score a goal to save their lives. But I'm going to go Perth here. I think they can finally find a win. I'm just going to say 1-0 to Perth. Um, that young defense, it's it's been holding up okay. Like they haven't been scoring, but they also haven't been conceding a whole lot in some of these games. So um, I'll go with that. Um and I think we've covered everything now. 15 minutes. It's been a very quick episode. I'm sorry if you can hear. I'm a little bit congested today. I don't know why. Like, I feel pretty fine other than the fact that I've just woke up with the biggest block nose. Um, yeah, not sure what's going on. But, um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, that is all. I was going to sort of make a bit of a April Fool's joke to start this and say I had a guest on or something. But it's just a little bit, uh, it's a little bit late, I feel. But, uh uh, Dwight York was um, sort of the poster boy for Manchester United yesterday in the, the press conference about uh, them coming down to Melbourne. And now there's rumours about him potentially becoming an A-League manager. Um, people are talking about Perth glory. for There was some backing to it. I don't know why, but um would be interesting um, to give a, a manager, a Perth manager, well, sorry, <laughs> overseas manager a go straight away when our biggest problem at the moment is getting good Australian managers. Um, in terms of that as well, the next Australian manager, should they be like an international one or should they be Australian? I don't think we've got any Australian managers good enough. They're talking about 
Kislobo and Popovich. Like, that's because we've literally got nothing. I don't think we can give it to another Australian. I think if we can actually get Bielsa, it'll be brilliant. If not, there'll be someone else out there. Like, we got Bert Van, whatever his name is, for 2018, and he was decent. You know, I think he used the limitation to the squad well. Like, he, he knew we weren't going to be out, go out there and beat France at their own game, and we sat back and we, we almost got a point out of it. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I don't have a lot of hope we're going to qualify for the World Cup, to be honest. I think we do beat UAE, but then Peru's going to be a very big challenge. Um, and I just don't think we can do it with Graham Arnold at the helm. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, still not entirely sure this Rangers thing isn't an April Fool's joke, but the pressure really seemed a little bit too serious to be one. But, um, yeah, that's all. A little bit of a shorter episode today. I apologize. Um, just got through it very quickly. I was flowing through the matches. And actually, we've forgotten peak of the week. Wow. Um, I suppose nothing really stood out. So before we go, let's let's get a peak of the week. Give me a couple of seconds. I, I think... Man. That is rough. I would almost give peak of the week to the Graham Arnold situation just because we... I just feel like we haven't had much whatsoever. All the red cards we've had feel like a little bit of... Uh, you know, uh, a peak of the week moment, but that is all I've got for you guys. I'm very sorry. Um, almost a peakless peak A-League podcast this week, but that is all finally. I've said goodbye about four times. This time I mean it. Enjoy the football over the weekend, and I'll talk to you all next week, hopefully prior to Friday, but we'll see what happens. <laughs>